You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Coach Barry Sanderson, it's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome into Monday edition of Inside the Locker Room. 205-342-9904 is the phone number. As always, you like to get in with us this morning. Hope everybody had a great weekend. It was nice. Uh, Alabama not playing. Auburn did play. Uh, not very well, but they did play. Uh, there were some decent games over the weekend. We'll talk about all those, but peer ahead uh, till this Saturday, which is a big, a big, big weekend in the SEC uh, for sure. Twitter at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email address for the show is Wimp and Barry at Yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone and you can take us with you anywhere you go. Before we get started this morning, we want to thank Yellowwood, pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. You're looking for decking, columns, deck accents, fence products, lumber, siding, specialty post. Uh, you need wood sealer. Whatever you need, you want to use Yellowwood. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. Yellowwood.com to find the dealer closest to you. Uh, Dad, nice hit on the Blue Plate special. Uh, we'll get Joe to tally up and see how we both uh, did over the weekend, but we do know you hit that. Bring your record to 6-4. and four. That one you didn't even have to sweat. Tennessee uh, blew them out. And that was the... All the money uh, was pouring on Tennessee, uh, where the line actually went down in Vegas. So that was a highly, highly bet game, and people were taking Kentucky there to end for some reason, but uh, Tennessee destroyed them. Good morning. How are you this morning? Oh, hanging in there. Happy Halloween, everybody. I uh, hope you got your mask ready to go. Uh, again, <laughs> I want to caution you to be careful. Uh, be sure that you, when your kids go out to trick-or-treat or whatever they're going to do, go with them. Don't let them pick up anything off of the street or off of the sidewalk to put in their mouth, as kids do sometimes. Uh, it's a fun time for kids, but it's also a little bit of a worrisome time for parents. So don't uh, let those kids go out by themselves. Uh, that That's a big, big deal for me. Uh, Sean Power, one at Bermuda. Uh, he's from Ireland. Uh, we'll be talking to Doug about that. He's an East Tennessee graduate, and congratulations to him. Won $708,000, which is a good deal. Dustin Johnson, you know, putting down, he made more than 30, $35 million over the periods of time for the LIV. Uh, Patrick Reed, Dustin, and Taylor Gooch, Gooch, and Pat Perez won the team thing at uh, LIV. So he's uh, won a pile of money, uh, Dustin. Uh, of course, you always pick out that guy who's won the most, and I think he's won a little over $35 million. That's what he's been doing it, so big deal uh, for him. Uh, top four, uh, Alabama's number six in both polls, AP and coaches poll. Uh, I was sitting in 1964 uh, at Starkville, Mississippi, scouting Mississippi State and another team I can't remember. When they came on the uh, – well, for some reason, the loudspeaker or the radio I have, the loudspeaker, I think, that Vince Dooley had just been named the head football coach at the University of Georgia. 
Well, I remember that. I don't know. I can't remember what I ate for lunch yesterday, but I remember that. And uh, Vince uh, passed away at age 90. Barry and I saw him, uh, Jimmy Raines, uh, and he did an excellent job at speaking. Um, so anyway, too bad about that. Uh, really, but uh, a very fine, by, a very fine football coach with six championships. Bills won last night, twenty-seven seventeen on Packers. The Bengals and the Browns play tonight at seven fifteen. If you're interested in ESPN, see the quarter, former quarterback from LSU play. The Astros and the Phillies will have both of them on tonight. We'll play tonight. Both of them have a, a game apiece. Seven oh three on Fox. Well, yes, tomorrow night, Phillies Astros. So. Right, really? Joe? Yeah, they don't think they played tonight. I think they play- really? Yeah, I'm going to double check you. I think I'm correct on that, but I don't want to be wrong. Uh, I think it's tonight. Let's see. MLB. MLB scores, Joe. Yep, you're playing tonight at 7.03. Oh, I messed that up. Sorry. Okay, okay. Yeah. I still wasn't finished tonight. I thought it was 7.03. The Big 12 is almost uh, ready to go with a $2.3 billion They've turned out pretty good. The Big Twelve has. They got they got a good football. They've got good football this year. Maybe better than any any league. Um, ACC fell down this past weekend. I did I did pick I did pick uh, Wake to get beat, uh, but uh, Syracuse got beat and Wake got beat. But anyway, Big Twelve's getting two point three billion when they closed it out. Georgia, if you're interested in this, is a eight and a half point favorite over Tennessee. Alabama's a 13-point favorite over LSU. Um, let me say this to you. John Cohen, who's been so nice to, to me or Barry and I to come on our show. I don't know if it's been finalized, but it looks like it. Uh, if, if things went through yesterday on the telephone conversations that I found out about, uh, that uh, he would, would, would be, maybe, I don't know for sure, won't say it 100%, that he will eventually be named the athletic director at uh, Auburn. So if, if that's the case and John wants that job, then um, I'm uh, happy for him because he's, uh, he's a good person. He's a baseball guy, uh, the, uh, the head baseball coach at, uh, at Auburn was his pitching coach at the University of Kentucky, I believe it was. Uh, John is also, I know a lot about you know all sports, but I just mentioned that about his uh, he's going to be the chairman of the baseball committee this year. Um, so he knows a lot of people. And their time, I was po- supposed, without trying to cut up anybody, will we'll, we'll be a coaching change there uh, sometime uh, uh, in December. I have an idea who it is, but I ain't going to tell. Uh, John, really- well, uh, if John Cohen is the pick, the, the, they already know who the coach is going to be. I mean, John Cohen is not going to be able to come in there and hire his own guy, is no. he? Okay. They're going to be. They'll be talking to uh, making decisions among people who can't get along with each other. <laughs> and so I come to them. To so the John Cohen's that. really going to have no say so in who the football coach is. I would say I would say no, but I will say he will announce it as it, as, yeah. as if he did. Now I'm not saying that's completely 100 percent true because I don't know. I'm not trying to tell everybody I know everything because I don't know much of anything, but uh, I do know a little bit. So anyway, that's that's where we are with that. So uh, anyway, you got football, got NFL football tonight, baseball tonight, and um, Halloween tonight. Be sure I, I do I do two things. One, I turn on all of my turn on all of your lights. So when somebody comes to the door, it's not the person that you're 
you're not really comfortable with that, everybody can see. Or turn off all of your lights <laughs> when nobody comes. All of them on, all of them off. What yeah. about, Joe, if you're, if you're not going to be there or you're going to be out in the neighborhood, do you leave a bowl in front of the house and say, please just take one? Oh, that never works. <laughs> so what would you do, Joe? You'd walk over there and dump the whole bowl in your in your uh, sheet, in your pillowcase? Yeah, I'd start picking through. I'll, oh, I'll take all the Reese's and get on out so of here. When you Joe, go, what I would do when they came and knocked on my door, I would take some candy from them. Yeah, they wouldn't go to his house anymore. Like I said, that old man takes my candy. Uh, all right, Dad and Joe, we all we okay. The committee's going to give out their top whatever tomorrow. Now we yep. know, yep. we know five the, the five teams they're going to be in the top five. Here's my question to you two: Do you two think you're gurus? Who's going to be number five? And we know it's going to be Georgia, Tennessee, Clemson, Ohio State, Michigan, in some order. Uh, those will be the five because they're undefeated and they're just going to be the five. Who's going to be number five, Joe, out of that group? Michigan. Dad, I say Clemson. Dad, who do you think? Uh, is Michigan not the top four? Well, I don't know. I mean, there's five teams. Uh, TCU. But, well, they're not going to be in the top five. They're going to be six, in my opinion. Well, Alabama's going to be six. Here, Here's the whole uh, deal in the SEC. Is Alabama going to be ahead of TCU? Oh, yeah, Alabama's going to be seven. Yeah. Uh, here, here's here's what holds deal in the SEC. If you were looking at it and trying to think about it a little bit, nothing to it. All, all the talk about three teams tied. LSU's in the front in the front in the front seat because they have beaten Ole Miss. So it uh, they have to. Ole Miss is not going to win it because they've already gotten probably because LSU and Alabama, you know, fall out. The LSU Alabama game is a humongous game. It, it gives you a chance to continue on. To have a chance, regardless. Now your afternoon game is, is, as we know, is Georgia and Tennessee. But, but Ole Miss, as much as Lane Kiffin is bragging about the win, cutting up A uh, and M and all this kind of stuff, uh, which he's won, he he got beat by LSU, and he's not going to, he's not going to be unless LSU, you know, drops two or three, and he he's not going to be in the in in Atlanta. The two that are going to beat in Atlanta are either going to be LSU and Alabama. If LSU were to beat Alabama, then probably uh, they lost only to Tennessee. Probably it's going to be LSU. Yeah, but if they lose to Alabama, they're going to have two losses. Who is? LSU. Yeah, yeah. So then if Ole Miss beats well, I think Alabama. They're in good shape if Alabama beats them, yeah. Alabama is. Uh, all right, so who's going to be number one tomorrow? I think Memphis going to be seven. Tennessee, number one. Now you think Tennessee's going to be number one? No. Who's going to be number one? Georgia. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Reason call the reason for that is, and number two will be uh, Ohio State, and the reason for that is schedule. Tell you by that. They haven't played anybody that has a winning record. Ohio Toledo. State hasn't played nobody. That's Ohio State will be two. They'll be two. So you, Ohio State you're saying ten, so you're, you're saying Georgia's going to be three? Yeah, I am. Oh, I think Tennessee. Who's four? Well, going off that, what we talked about. Uh, well, don't, don't Clemson, listen to me. Yeah, Cle, Cle, Clemson four and up Michigan five. That's what you, going no, back to what we uh, asked for. Clemson won't be ahead of Michigan. Michigan be ahead of Clemson. So then, uh, so the first the first three are going to be they're going to be Georgia, <laughs> Ohio State, and Tennessee. Okay, who's four? I don't know. 
Georgia. You just said Michigan. Michigan I'm I saying think. there's six teams here. Yeah. So five. Who's five and six? TCU's going to be six. Yeah, I got Michigan. I think five. Clemson's going to be five. They, they Where's Alabama? Seven. seven. I don't. I don't think so. Who are they going to be ahead of? Clemson. They're not going to put Alabama ahead of Clemson. Is Clemson undefeated? Okay, I don't know. All don't right. matter really. Uh. Well, if you get all you're down at seven, that's a little bit you gotta climb there. So you climb, but you can climb all if you gotta do is beat the LSU in Tennessee. You climb. Who's TCU got left to play, Joe? Do we even know that? We know, I, mean, I, I know we know. I'd but. give you TCU schedule and two shakes of a sheep's tail. I learned how to do all this stuff now. All right. Who Tennessee TCU uh, got left? Well I got I gotta bank it up here just a minute. Oh. Joe, I'll, go I'll, ahead and tell him. All right, here it is, right here. TCU TCU has Texas Tech Red Raiders, Where? the Texas Longhorns, Where? Baylor, Where? Baylor. Where okay. are these games? They're going. They're going to play. They're going to play uh, Texas Tech at play home. Texas Tech in Fort Worth. They're going to play Texas in Austin. They're going to play the Baylor Bears in Waco. Ooh, Ooh. They're going. You know, Texas and Austin is bad. They're going to play the Iowa State Cyclones, whatever you call them, in Fort Worth, and they're going to play the Big Twelve Championship. So TCU, TCU and Clemson could win out. Ohio State wins out. Alabama might be left out of this thing this year. There's going to be some sad fan bases this year. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to tell you right now, TCU is going to have a hard time now. Is, is this Tennessee? Y'all don't give this Tennessee team any respect. Well, I, I did. I bet on them. Joe, is this Tennessee team going to be the 2019 LSU team? It certainly can be. It's heading that direction. Now. Yeah, they can be. Nobody's giving it, and they're running people out of the gym. Well, why? Why is uh, Georgia eight and a half point favorite, please? I don't know. They weren't. They opened up an eleven point favorite, and it's gone to eight. Now I don't know. I do. Why? Because they defend. Okay. Uh, Kirby says he needs everybody yelling. If you leave the stadium and you still have your voice, you didn't do your job. Oh no. You did not do your job. All right, we'll take. We got a couple calls hanging here. We'll take this break. We'll get to those guys. Is this Tennessee, the 2019 LSU Tigers with Joe Burrow? Just put Hendon Hooker, and the Hendon Hooker, to me right now, should be the Heisman favorite. I've been saying it for three weeks, and nobody's been listening. I even said it before the Alabama game. Two men in a truck, movers who care at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up your boxes, your packing supplies, whatever you need to make this a smooth move. Whether it's local, out of town, out of state, no matter. They'll take great care of you. They'll pack you, load you, and deliver you. 205-247-5050. That is two men in a truck, movers who care. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got reports of wrecks on Alabama 216 at Lake Retreat Drive in Abernat and another one on Covered Bridge Road between 2059 and US 11. Drive carefully, and if you see conditions, give me a call. It's the end of the month, and that means special savings for you at Townsend Nissan. BJ said, let them go. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Halloween Monday morning. A dense fog advisory remains in effect this morning for most of West Alabama. An advisory in effect until 9 o'clock, especially in Bibb and Perry counties. That's where visibilities have been reduced to less than a quarter of a mile in some spots. So slow down, keep your headlights on low beams, and also be aware of school buses already on the road. 
Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. Don Hartley Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. Hey, are you sick and tired of living with that constant pain in your knees and back? You know, joint pain doesn't just keep you from doing what you love. It affects your job, your relationships, even simple things like... Four coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. After a mostly cloudy start, the sky becoming partially sunny this afternoon. Just a small chance of a shower through the evening hours. The high today, 73. Tonight's low, 52. For tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine with a high at 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 58 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Eli Gold, Chris Stewart, and Roger Hoover live right here. Tide 100.9 is a proud partner of the Crimson Tide Sports Network. Plowing these fields in the hot summer sun. Over by the gate, Lordy, here she comes. With a basket full of chicken and a big cold jug of sweet tea. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room, Yellowwood.com. When you build the five-star backyard, you want to find the dealer closest to you. You can find it right there at the website. When you build the five-star, you want to use the best. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want it. All right, to the Yellowwood hotline, get Tom into the show. Good morning, Tom. Good morning, Barry. Good morning, Coach. How are y'all this morning? We're good. How are you, Tom? I'm doing real well. Thanks for asking. You know, uh, I'm disappointed that Joe, the uh, caller that oh. critiqued Herbie yeah. and uh, Jimbo, has not called in. You I, know I mean, why? Wait, no. You know why he doesn't call? Because he's right? No. Because he told me Colin Sexton would never make over $40 million or whatever it was, and he blew that out of the water, and he can't face it. He can't face me, so he's hiding from me. Oh, is that right? I, yeah. I forgot about that one. Yeah. Who's that? Joe, the caller, Joe. Oh. So, <laughs> that's why, Joe. Joe, if you're listening, come on call. I mean, I've made mistakes once before in my life as well. So, Colin Sexton out with the Utah Jazz signed a, a big, big contract. But he doesn't like Jimbo either. And I have people uh, emailing me every time they lose and just they can't – people cannot stand Jimbo. So, Jimbo – that was the quickest handshake with Lane Kiffin I think I've ever seen. I don't even think he muttered a word. He just hit his hand and moved on. So, I tell you what, uh, his handshakes are like his feet. It, it's fast. Uh, uh, yeah. But you know, uh, to your point and, and Coach's point here, and and Joe as well. But uh, uh, the early conversation about you know Georgia and Tennessee coming up this weekend. Uh, you know, the, uh, the college football season, to me, has been uh, a lot more sports drama. Uh, I'm talking about on the field, not the other stuff. But uh, the games have been more dramatic uh, than they've been in, in a while. Uh, case in point, 
you got uh, Georgia and Tennessee headlining a 2.30 time slot this afternoon, followed up by Alabama LSU, which uh, both games are huge, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, two big, big games. And I don't think it kills Tennessee's chances if they go and lose at Georgia. Uh, they could be sitting there 11-1 and and not even have to go to Atlanta I think and still make the college football playoff uh, as long as they don't go over to Georgia and get blown out. I, I don't see Tennessee getting blown out by anybody, <laughs> given the fact that you know they have the ability to score. I, it doesn't. I don't. It doesn't matter who it is. It looks like, but uh, you know, uh, I'm looking forward to that game as well as the Bama game as well. But uh, you know, talking about Alabama. <clears throat> They can be ranked. It doesn't matter where they're ranked tonight or whenever they come out with the poll. It doesn't matter. If they win uh, all the way out, even, and I'm throwing the SEC championship game in there, which is, that's an iffy, but uh, if they win out, they're in. That's all they got to worry about, just win. Yeah. Yeah, but I, I think there may be seven uh, tonight. Uh if they're not, if you're TCU and they put Alabama six and TCU seven, do they have a right to gripe, uh, Tom? TCU? Oh uh, yes. Yeah. If you're undefeated and they move uh, uh, a one loss team in front of you, I, I say that that's ridiculous. Uh, they should not do that because everybody knows there's a lot of games that that you know things can play out in a different scenario. But I, I think the 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 undefeated team should occupy the uh, higher higher position in the poll uh, because they're undefeated. And uh, and if you got one loss team, everybody go, oh well, they ain't played nobody. This whatever, it doesn't matter because if they hadn't played anybody, sooner or later, for this conference championship or whatever, they're gonna play somebody. And uh, uh, and, and that's the way I see it. And that's probably not the way it is, but. Uh, the way I see it, but uh, hey, let me ask y'all something. Did y'all watch the uh, baseball game Friday night? Uh, the Phillies and Astros. Yeah, the Phillies were down five nothing, came back tied it, and won an extra innings. Was that a great baseball game or what? <laughs> yeah, it was. I mean, the skill from all the way from Verlander to uh, the the managing that the Phillies did and and all of that. I thought it was a fascinating baseball game. It was unbelievable. I think the, who do you think is going to win this series? You know, I thought the Astros were going to sweep them until Friday night because I hadn't watched that much uh, Major League Baseball this year. Just kind of ran through the box scores to see who was where. And the two teams I thought they were going to be in it are not in it. And uh, uh, the uh, the fact that, uh, that they went down there and came from five runs down at Houston, and won that ball game was it just blew my mind. Yeah, you never count the Phillies out. Of course, Houston came back and got game two. Hopefully, hope this thing goes to seven. Uh, the the playoffs hadn't been great, to be honest with you. So hopefully, it'll go seven. Oh, I didn't think that either. Yeah. So thank you, Tom. Thank nice you. To see you. All right, back up to the Yellowwood Hotline. Get Bryce in. Good morning, G Daddy. Hey, what's today? Monday. Okay. That's what I, it's Monday is the only thing you got for me. What's today? Halloween. N- nope. Joe, what's today? Oh, you want us to talk about Coach Saban's birthday. Right. 
Today's Coach Saban's birthday. Uh, you ain't mentioned it, Barry. I didn't know it. <laughs> but just remember everybody, this. Everybody has one. <laughs> yeah, uh, I know, Coach. Hey, Coach, and, I, and real quick, uh, have you found out about your engagement in Huntsville yet? No, I haven't. I haven't. Got, I, Sonny doesn't seem to to know what's going on as usual, and uh, I'm not sure either. I, I thought they'd call Sonny or we were going to do it the Tuesday of the Alabama-Auburn football game as we've done for about 30 years, but I don't know anything for sure. I don't know. Well, That's keep me posted. I appreciate it. All right, I will. Uh, I'll find out. I don't know what the deal is there. Uh, and another thing, Coach, you didn't mention, I don't know if you heard it, they're going to be a, there was a change in Florence. Were there going to be a change? No, I didn't. What uh, What is it? He's out. Football coach is out. Head football coach? Announced it last night on the news. At UNA? Okay. Yeah, I, I'm trying to think. I had that, uh, you know, they played. Uh, I haven't seen them play. I was supposed to go up there for a Hall of Fame thing. Didn't get there. But but they, they have played uh, in, in some spots pretty hard uh, and pretty well yeah. and just, just weren't good enough to, to get by. So um, a new guy coming in is from Memphis, the Memphis area, I think. He probably has some people in, in mind that he wants to interview and so forth. So, um the president of UNA, Robert Potts, died, uh, passed away. Oh, uh, I remember and, him, uh, Coach. He's been there yeah, a long he's, time. Uh, they're having his service on the 18th of uh, of the month, uh, having service for him. So he, he's been a friend for a long, long, long time. I've known him for 100 years. So hopefully I can get up there to speak to some people. In, in, uh, yeah, he's a great, he was a great guy. He did good yeah. things to the university. So they did let him out last night. Announced announced it last night. Yes, sir. Yep. I can't think of his name right off the top of my head. Yeah. My mind sure. went blank, Coach. But okay. yeah, uh, the one of the assistants, I think it's uh, the offense coordinator's taking over the rest of the season. But okay. yeah, they let him go last night, and that guy's been there twenty-one years as an assistant and the head coach. Okay. Yeah. Got it. But you I, know, yeah. the bottom line is, Coach, you don't win, you don't stay there alone. Nope. Right here. Nope. That's all it boils down to these days. They want to won't know if they're going to fire the coordinator now if you have a bad game. Uh, who do you think you're going to hire? Like if you fire the coordinator right right now in any any at any team, uh, South Carolina they are so mad at their offensive coordinator there. Uh, they don't know what to do. So everybody's mad right now, Bryce. Everybody's mad. How many more games do they got? How many more games do you think? Thanks, coach. Okay. I think they said two. Okay. All right, Bryce. There ain't going to be no playoffs. But, uh, hey, Barry. Yes, sir. Uh, there, I was listening to the show before y'all this morning, and I can't use this because they they are so stupid to understand <laughs> that when Bryce goes up to play. You, you, you know? Say it again. You, 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 you faded out on me. What did you say they did? What They said what? Some guy called in and said, well, if there's ever been a coordinator fired in a game, so these next two games are going to be uh, very crucial. Yeah. And, uh, and I said. I Talk said, about who? Talk about who? Talk about Bill, fine Bill O'Brien. Oh, uh, tell him, but tell that guy to take a hike. hike. Oh, that's what I oh, think. Oh, yeah, they're going to, we're going to fire the guy right in the middle, yeah, right here yeah, in the heart yeah, of the yeah, season. Yeah, that would yeah, really help the football team. People are that stupid, Barry. They, <laughs> they're, oh, they're stupid, they're all right. Stupid. Yeah. They're stupid. Thank hey, you. Barry. Yes, sir. Listen, one more thing. You know, 
there is a three-way tie in the West, right? Yeah. I yeah. told that, yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I didn't know if y'all mentioned that or not. Yeah, well, if we went LSU, out, it would take care of its own. Yeah, if you went out, then you don't yeah. have to worry about it. You control your own destiny right now. Bryce, you lose, it's out of your hands. It's out of your hands. Thank so you, man. Thing, we what? The first uh, college football playoff comes out tonight. Tomorrow. I tomorrow. We, I don't believe you've been listening to our show. Comes out tomorrow, Bryce. You ain't been listening to our show, have you, Bryce? Well, well, <laughs> well yeah, I've been listening to it, but well, I just uh, got I through going over all that. Well. I missed some of it. Uh, I only get. Oh. Hey, I'm headed to Dallas this weekend, Barry. Are you? All right. What's happening up there? Oh, Barry. Well, I had a grandbaby <laughs> born about three weeks ago. Oh, I didn't Barry. know it was in what? Dallas, Coach. I didn't know G Daddy. I didn't know where the baby was. So. Well, yeah, that's where she lives at. All right, G Daddy. Okay. Big cowboy way out there. Thank you, G Daddy. All right. All right, let's talk about Bob Prince and Prince Clover Hayes, and we'll get to uh, Max. Chris, Prince Clover and Hayes after that interview. Uh, Prince Glover and Hayes, outstanding attorneys, attorneys who are very, very helpful, can be helpful to you if you have a problem. 345-1234. 205 area code located in Tuscaloosa, but they've been all over the southeast. And if you want somebody to represent you in the right way and help you uh, as far as you knowing what to do, after you visit with them on the telephone, they will uh, invite you over to 701 Rice Mine Road. Visit with them some more and go about your business and try to get the things settled with people who are coming after you or is there somebody that you're going after, whether it be kinfolks, people on the highways, neighbors, whatever it might be. Prince, Glover, and Hayes, 345-1234. Now, this is home of Alabama Sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. Finding the right Medicare plan? Oof, no easy feat. Kind of like those dances my granddaughter loves making me do. <laughs> but then I found Walgreens. 100.9. Well, in North Carolina, way back in the hill, me and my old pappy and he had him a steal. He flew to white line until the sun went down. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room, yellowwood.com. Uh, go to the outdoor living section there. They have galleries there to give some great ideas to build the five-star backyard. And when you build it, you want to use Yellowwood. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. All right, get to the Yellowwood hotline. He's a former assistant Football coach at Ole Miss, Florida State, uh, done radio shows all across the southeast, joins us every Monday to break it down. Max Howell. Good morning, Max. Hey, Max. Good morning, guys. How y'all, how y'all this morning? We're good. We're good uh, uh, before we start, go ahead, Max. No, go ahead. Before we start with um, with sports or, 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 or uh, games yesterday, is the John Cohen thing settled at uh, Auburn or, or what? You know, I. Coach, uh, I think you know they've they've offered an athletic director a job. I don't know whether he's going to take it or not from over here. I think that's that why I'm the First step. Yeah, I think that'll be the first step where he takes it or not. So oh, you don't know whether he's taking it or not. No, no he's I don't, he's not made that public. Let's put it that way. 
Okay. Uh, if that's the case, now, I've got I've talked to folks at Mississippi State yesterday. Uh, they they know that he's been offered. Uh, of course, you know you know his parents did teaches at Alabama. Yeah. Uh, he was raised on campus over there, so you know, yeah, he came to all my games. That's be nice. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, uh, I think I'll be honest with you. The question is, if he takes it, uh, folks all would hope he doesn't break Mike Lee. I hate to say that. But well, then he's, not, he's not going to do that. I, I, he's not going to do that. If I can tell you. I don't sure. think so either. Oh, I know. But I know. Mind, oh, he's it, not. Okay. It, it's in the, it, that's up in the air. And I think as soon as that's announced, I think that the coaching thing will start to come in focus. Yeah. Well, I think the coaching thing's already in focus, but we'll see. Oh, go ahead. Uh, uh, Tennessee, uh, Georgia. Uh, yeah. Tennessee's great win over Kentucky. Uh, tell our listeners about that. Well, I mean, you know, here's what I think we've already kind of identified. Uh, Tennessee's got some talent there. We know that in the well coach. Uh, I watch those games like this, Coach, trying to see which one of those teams, like like Georgia and Florida, which one did the coach get them up emotionally? Uh, Florida, Georgia didn't have to get Florida. They still won by 22 uh, over Georgia. Then you got Tennessee. Uh, you know, they came out and did what they did. Uh, how emotional they have to play. We know they played at a, a, the highest peak you can play when they played Alabama. Uh, now, can, can uh, Piper get them back up to that level? Get on, he's going to have to if they beat Georgia. But I think that's going to be one heck of a ball game. Kentucky, you know, Kentucky had a game plan that was going to run it, uh, you know, run it and, and try to keep uh, the offense from uh, Tennessee on the sideline, but they couldn't do it. Uh, you know, they stopped the three and out, and the defense did, and, uh, toward the end of the ball game, they just you know they turned the offense on. So, uh, I I think it set the stage really for an outstanding ball game this, this weekend. If Tennessee plays their best game, I'm not sure Georgia can win. Max, why is uh why is Georgia an eight and a half? It opened at eleven. It's going down to eight and a half. Why is Georgia favored so big in this game? And we've seen what uh, Tennessee's done offensively. They really think Kirby's got the recipe to slow this offense now. Well, I, I, what I think is is Georgia's won. Georgia won the championship last year. They played at home. Uh, you know, they got all the positive things going for them. Tennessee's new on the block and played at that level. Uh, you know, they maybe counting on some of the emotional factor not being there for Tennessee because of the newness, not the fact that they played Georgia, but the fact is it's, it's, it's new to them. How uh, many times we talk about teams going to bowl games and playing the championships the first time? Because all the distraction that goes on around, and I think that's true. Uh, and I'm not sure that some of the you know the folks in Vegas said no. I mean, you know, those guys out there know a lot. I mean, you, you saw you saw you know, Giffen, the line was at one and he wins by three. Uh, you saw Georgia, the line was at twenty three and a half, we went by twenty two. So I mean, you know, you those guys just kind of hit and miss with a lot of times, and I'm not sure this one might be. It's going to depend on. The sideline. Uh, both teams got great talent and uh, the consistency. They don't make mistakes on the side. You know, quarterback doesn't throw a pick or lay it on the ground or whatever. That's going to be one heck of a football game. Uh, no doubt. Matter of fact, as we've been talking, the line went down a half points, down to eight. Now I, I see it below. <laughs> it'll be below a touchdown before uh, they kick right. that game off. All right, Alabama, uh, biggest game of the year for Alabama. They control their own destiny yep. as far as making it to Atlanta. Night game in Baton Rouge, LSU uh, has probably improved as much week to week as any team, really, probably in the country, but certainly in the SEC. 
Uh, Coach Kelly's uh, system is getting in place there. The quarterback's playing well. Uh, what do you think about this game, Max? Alabama's got more talent. Uh, they're not taking anything away from LSU, but they got more. They got more bodies uh, they can play. And I think it depends on how Alabama plays. Uh, I really do. Alabama can't go in there and just, you know, throw their head out there on the field and expect to win. They're going to have to play and play hard. Uh, eliminate, you know, they keep going in and do, have 17 penalties either. They got to play, but they got to play, you know, they got to play tough, fast. Uh, you know, the dangerous kids is a good, is a good system quarterback. Uh, so I, you know, I, I like Alabama in a close one. I, is that line? I hadn't even seen that line. 13. Thir- 13. Oh, that's higher than I thought. I thought it'd be around six. Ooh. Okay, the truth, mainly because of night, a night game in Baton Rouge and, LSU's on a you know kind of on a run right now. I think Alabama wins it, but they got to play to with it. They they can't just show up. Uh, the thing that I'm concerned about is is this thing ends up Georgia, Tennessee, and Alabama. The committee's not going to put three SEC SEC teams in the top four. No, uh, you know that, that somewhere there there's got to be a distinguishing factor, and I think you know they'll stretch and probably have two to start with, but. Uh, all right, let me ask you this though, Max. Let's ask let me ask you this. Just say this happens. Georgia beats Tennessee. Tennessee okay. runs the table from there. They're eleven and one. Georgia right. gets to Atlanta twelve and zero. Alabama gets to Atlanta eleven and one. And they and they and they beat Georgia. Okay. They're gonna go straight the schedule after that. <laughs> so you and got Yeah. And then they'll take but here's what'll happen, Barry. They'll take straight the of each one of those three schedules, they'll take their opponents' strength of schedule as well. That's that's a, that has been done before a few years back. So does now the the, the winner of that Georgia Alabama game would definitely be in, and they would choose between the other two. I guess they'd have to right. go head to head on that. So Tennessee, that's, I guess, would get left out in that scenario. I think that's probably the truth. That's probably the way it lived up. Yeah, uh, you know, depending on you know, and Tennessee's done a remarkable job. I don't think anybody can deny that. Uh, they they brought that program back around and getting good good players and I mean even, even NCAA has put off the probationary situation to the season's over. That ought to tell you something about what they think about the program how it's improved. So uh, you know I, I, I it's I'm, I'm proud for them. I think Tennessee needs to be. I think Florida needs to be strong. I think LSU needs to be strong. Uh, two more teams coming in a couple of years with Texas and Oklahoma. Uh, that's what it's going to take to keep the SEC at the top level. What about uh, could this Tennessee team end up being the 2019 LSU team? You got the quarterback like Joe Burrow. Uh, if, if everything fell right, you know, if Georgia, if something happens in Georgia and they don't play very well emotionally, or they get a couple of injuries during the game, or, you know, they don't they, they just take a lot for granted playing at home in front of a big crowd, and they just think because of where they've been and what they're doing, and they, their quarterback just turned 25 this past week. So, I mean, they got. They got some maturity on that team, to say the least. But uh, I don't know. I, I think t- Tennessee, I'm not going to say, but where they came from, I mean, really, guys, if, if they if they give Georgia a close game and, and, and come out living one this year, I mean, that's, that's a heck of a turnaround. Uh, that's The Heifel's done what he was hired to do, is to clean the program up and, and, and get it back on the winning track. So uh, I think after that, it's all, you know, everybody's guessing what happened. Um, uh, Lane Kiffin, he took a lot of shots at Jimbo Fisher over the weekend. Um, he, 
said uh, in the post game interview, uh, we had three hundred and whatever ninety yards against their five stars rushing. That was one thing. He got on him for getting on he and Coach Saban for calling him a clown. Said he was going to go to Halloween. Uh, dressed as a clown. He also said they were faking injuries. Uh, they were going you fast. You know what? I, I, if you watch that ball game, after every big play, somebody would fail. Yeah. I mean, I, that's what we call incidental. Yeah. I, mean, I, don't, think, uh, I don't think I don't think Lane Kiffin's going to the to to Auburn personally. That's my opinion. No. I don't uh, think so. Is he? Does the he have the? Think, I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, does I, he I have the? It'd take $10 million a year to get him out of Miss right now. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, I don't think he's going, regardless. But no, I agree. Does he have the ability to uh, – is he willing to work as hard as he needs to work to recruit and make Ole Miss, Ole Miss a real contender in the West? He, to me, he's more well, – Why do you say that? I had a guy email me over the weekend saying, why does your dad always say that? They're sitting here 8-1. and one. Uh, but, here, but here's the thing, guys. You know, I was on that staff, and, and I've been—I know, still know a lot of people. And all, they don't have the the background numbers nope. to compete consistently. That's I mean, I, I, say I that. give you numbers. I, I can give you numbers about alumni and contribute. I, I yep. know all that stuff. I've been there. They just don't—they can't—they can't do that. And they That's can why be, I don't think you know, they can they, either. Uh, but 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 you know, what but what you're saying and what Dad's saying is two different things. And how in the world is he going and beating Texas A&M? You're right. So how's he? Well, what? everybody, hey Barry, everybody beats Texas A&M. <laughs> well, ain't no big deal, Barry. Their quarterbacks are. But you, why do you give that scenario? Well, I'm just saying. You said <laughs> y'all say they can't get the re- re- players, but they're sitting there with only one loss. So, so well, he's I, what, look, what, look what, at, he's doing something right. Well, yeah, well, I, mean, he is, but he I didn't say he wasn't doing anything right. I just, I just don't know that he's able to be able to, to really go out and work and get players that, that, that he needs consistently job is, because of their background yeah, the over the years. Yeah, the job is consistency. He can yeah. get them there for a year or two, and all, but he can't keep them there no. because you can't get enough every year. Remember how he built this year? Twenty-eight transfers. Eight of them started on defense. That's very nice. I'm telling you, it, uh, let me tell you what he's missing. He's missing a quarterback. If he had the number two quarterback at Alabama, he'd be undefeated and be, probably make a run for it. He's got to have a quarterback. It's a, just like Corral said, bigger stroke. Corral got hurt a lot. You see the, the poor guy Dak back there trying to run. I mean, I can get rid of that guy. Damn. But doesn't that mean that he's maximizing that job? Well, he is. But, you're, but you said it right. He is that job. <laughs> It's the job, not just that's right. Yeah, but Dad always says Texan doesn't understand either. But Dad always says, well, he doesn't. He thinks he's a lazy. Dad always says Dad's dead up, dead on it. On Lane, you say he's a lazy <laughs> recruiter, but yet he's he's taking that job and he's got him whatever he is eight and one. So how's that lazy recruiter? Well, well, he, you, well you could go by one once. You know, Barry, you you know you're trying to validate your point, but uh, I don't think he's a great recruiter. Why though? I don't know why. I don't well, think it works. Uh, at let it. me tell you, guys, from a from a recruiting standpoint, if <laughs> if you handle it right over there, you could you can you can get the players. They may not stay, but I'm guarantee you, every, all the surrounding uh, elements on that campus and the, and the activities that they go through. Yeah, uh, I'm telling you, it's it's a it's an attractive place to recruit too. Unlike some places, but you can't get enough. You can't get. You get two or three five stars along right. with you. You can't get five. 
Uh, I just saw the comparison on the screen this past week. In the last five years, Georgia's got 25 five-stars. Florida had two. And that, it shows up on the field at that particular time. But no, that's just a grading system. But that's the, that's the kind of relationship you're going to get uh, with Ole Miss and, and say, out compared to Alabama. Uh, I mean, it's, it's a consistency. Well, no, I'm not saying, but I'm saying, so if he's taking them last year, they were 10 and 3. And they're whatever they are in one right now. So he's doing a darn pretty good job in a well, job. He has. Yeah. He has there. And, and he went from $4 million to $7.5 in salary. Uh, and they paid him for that. But how much further can he go? Can he, look, Ole Miss is the only school uh, that, in, in the old SEC that's never been to Atlanta. I mean, they never played for a championship. Uh, because they had Hugh Freeze over there beat Alabama twice. And they still didn't get there. So I'm just saying there's there's some elements that surround yep. that program. That's right. It's, it's just so, that, so that's not Lane Kiffin. That's Ole Miss, right? That's what you're saying. Well, he happens to be there. That's right. He happens yeah. to be the guy now. You, <laughs> he happens, happens to be the coach. <laughs> but my yeah. point is, y'all were saying all that, and he is Well, if you, were, if you were athletic director then somewhere, would you hire him? Depends on where I was. Oh, okay. <laughs> would I hire him at Auburn? Yeah, I would. It'll take a hundred million. No, it'll take a hundred million dollar contract for two years to get him to go to Auburn. I tell you that now. Based on him, because he thinks Ole Miss is a better job. No, it's because it's the money thing. Yeah, but he, you know, he he looked at a lot of schools before he stayed. They jumped to seven to half. Yeah, that kept him there. Uh, and they give him they give him free will to run that thing. Uh, they don't have a huge budget, guys. I'm telling you, it's not. I know. You know, I, I know they don't. don't. I mean, <laughs> it's just a lot of stuff that goes on internally over there, Barry. That's not like you know, it's not like Alabama and Tennessee. Well, Tennessee's overcome yep. theirs. They they lived there for right. part for a while. But uh, it's not like Florida, for example. No, I mean, but uh, my, my point is, I, I think he's. Maximizing that job isn't that isn't that a coach's responsibility? I think that's a, yeah, yeah. I think that's a I, I think that's a, a decent assessment. I really do. Yeah, I think he did that. How do you get that? You know, who's going to follow him? For example, uh, I, I would be surprised if some NFL team would come calling for him. For him, uh, he's you know he's done the things he's had to do with what talent he's got. But guys, he doesn't have depth. You know, he. he he leads toward the offensive side. He believes in outscoring folks to win. That's a philosophy. Uh, he's been, you know, successful there doing that. But how long can that last? Uh, you bring you put the Texas and Oklahoma comes, they get their program back to the level. They in the same division, if that be the case. Uh, I just think there are a lot of things that that go on there that you know that you have to deal with. I don't think there's anything illegal. I just think it's the nature of of that school. I mean, the, the campus. I mean, the student body, for example, the numbers, pure numbers, the alumni numbers across the country. Uh, like I say, it's a, it's just a, it's a smaller school. Uh, they don't have a, a ton of big guys who can write big checks. And, uh, and then get those guys to do that, uh, you know, they'd rather build buildings on campus and, you know, see that. Look, when more people, when more people tailgate into Grove, uh, it does, do not fill the stadium up. They watch the game on TV. There's got to be a, a, a non-allegiance to the football program. Yeah. Um, Max, who will be number one tomorrow when the committee uh, puts out the top 25? 
I think Ohio State probably. Uh, and I think Michigan's going to probably pull back in there as well. Uh, I, they both, you know. I think Ohio State's schedule will hurt them some. I, I think Georgia will stay there. Well, Georgia might. I mean, I you know, that Georgia would, you know, they would be over there. I'd be, I'd be more interested after next week at the season. Remember, Ohio State, Michigan still got to play. So one of those is going to drop out. Uh, probably. Yeah. yeah. So, I, you know, unless we're going to have four or one loss, whoever's going to be undefeated, you know, in a couple of weeks will end up being at, at the top. Uh, so, you know, we'll see. If, it's, if Tennessee beats Georgia, then, you know, look for them to move up. So, uh, I think it's going to be really interesting right now. Georgia, Georgia played well enough, but, I mean, Florida was, they don't have a lot of talent. Y'all, if you watch that ball game, they just, yeah, you know, uh, Richardson, you know, he's a, a a decent quarterback, but he's not a great one. And everybody yeah. thought he was going to be the you know the great one. So well, he got, he got hurt early really, in the game too. A he bit, did, so. yeah. yeah. Well, he's what six four, six five, two two forty. But well, oh, the guy hit him late out of bounds, hit him right in the thigh uh, with his helmet. Yeah, and they didn't call slow it. You down. Yeah, yeah. So that'll, that'll slow you down. It will. No doubt. Well, it so, should be well, a fun weekend, Max, uh, with uh, those two big games in the SEC. Look yep. forward to. Seeing those, and yeah, I, was, I was looking. Yeah, I was looking for who I was going to watch at eleven o'clock. I mean, that's we'd like to have a good warm up before the next two <laughs> uh, coming up. But I, I, I haven't seen anybody jump out at me right yet. No, ain't no ain't no eleven o'clock games with real hot warm ups. I've looked at them too. Very true. What that's you cooking true. this week, Max? What you cooking this weekend for the games? Man, let me tell you what. You know, I'm, we're going to do steaks this week because all the guys. They've already hooded out. We already done all the squirrel situation. We we can. The deer season's already open over here. So, but we're gonna do steak. Uh, I I went to eat with them last night. We uh, we did ribs last night. And, uh, we had about eight or nine of guys. But I think we'll probably have ten or twelve because of the game's coming up this week. We'll do steaks, just traditional. I do both sweet potatoes and, and a baked potato, and then we'll have a couple of salads. Along the way, of course, it's, it'll be chilly. Not not bad over here. Not like it was two weeks ago, but it'll be in the forties. And uh, they always like to eat out on the patio. Uh, sure. We got a big kitchen. It, it overlooks the Tennessee Tom Bigby River. And uh, wind coming off that water at night gets a little chilly. But yeah. got a couple eat, of big eat outside in the forties. I hope not. <laughs> no, I, I, it'll probably be forty forty five over here with the wind coming off the water. Uh, the temperature will be so it'll be humid, but uh, guys, look, they'll come and they'll do all their parties before we eat, and then when the kickoff time comes, they'll uh, they'll all get silent. Uh, they'll we got we got mixture of all kinds too. That's a good thing. Uh, no, no, we don't have one fan base. Not of them are all Ole Miss or not of them all Alabama. They're they kind of scattered uh, throughout, so it gets to be. Pretty entertaining. Let's put it that way. By the end of the ball game, <laughs> I'm sure. Thank you, Max. Have a great weekend. Have a great week. Thank you. Thank you. All right. All right. Uh, there's Max. Oh, yeah. Alabama one. Get more truck for your buck. Today is the last day, but you can still get it in. Uh, you can get rates as low as 1.99 percent. You can extend the loan term out to make it a little easier for you. Get 250 cash back in 60 days of no payment. Go to www.alabamaone.org to apply. They have a lot of other great specials coming up with the holiday season right around the corner. We'll be talking about those uh, throughout the week. Also, want to thank Pressure Treated Pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, 
Believe me, you don't want it. If you're going to build it, build it to last. And when you do it, use yellow wood. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. Take this top of the hour break. Phone lines will be open 205-342-9904. You listen to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, got a pretty bad wreck on Alabama 216 at Lake Retreat Drive in Abernat. Lane blockage and delays. Good news, though, all lanes on 2059 westbound at Covered Bridge Road are now open. It's the end of the month, and that means special savings for you at Townsend Nissan. BJ said, let them go. I'm Captain Ray. Hear ye, hear ye. Thanks for coming to the town square. First, I'd like to tell you about Steve. He's a plumber. I hear he does good work. Also, Tim. Hours. The high today, 73. Tonight's low, 52. For tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine with a high at 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 58 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the towns of Nissan Traffic Center, got a pretty bad wreck on Alabama 216 at Lake Retreat Drive in Abernat. Lane blockage and delays. Good news, though, all lanes on 2059 westbound at Covered Bridge Road are now open. It's the end of the month, and that means special savings for you at Towns of Nissan. BJ said, let them go. I'm Captain Ray. Okay, can I have everybody's attention for just a second? Morgan's media planning firm just landed a multi-million dollar client. Because we won the pitch. She needs to staff up before trafficking hits a traffic jam. So we're going to... 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. Allstate Insurance Agent Andrew Knifer out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 in Northport. Andrew is my Allstate Insurance Agent. Uh, he takes great care of me. Anytime I need anything, I can call Andrew or his staff. I'll have it right there uh, within five minutes, really. Uh, home, life, auto, uh, renter's insurance, whatever you need. Andrew and his staff are there ready to assist you, 205-722-9201. All right, get to the Allstate hotline and get Randy into the show. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, Randy. Good morning, guys. Good morning. How are y'all? Good. How are you, Randy? Good. Listen, uh, my question is, I was listening to uh, you guys' conversation with uh, Mac Powell, and uh, I've got a question that pertains to both points that you and Coach Sanderson were making. Uh, number one, if you were to take Lane Kiffin, who probably has a lazy streak in him with regards to recruiting, as Coach said, and maybe, maybe that some of that is due to the fact that he's divorced now and has young kids and feels, uh, you know, the pressure to spend more time with them. Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. But nevertheless, he's not a, let's just say he's not a Nick Saban on the recruiting trail. And then taking Barry's side, um, Barry, that 
uh, he has maximized his opportunity at Ole Miss with the things that he's had to work with. And while it doesn't look good that you have 28 transfers on your team, the fact that you picked out 28 that can play and have put them on the field and made a team out of them and have one loss um, speaks pretty highly of your ability to coach on the field. So uh, what would you think – I've got a two-part question. What would you think he could do if he was given the same opportunity – with the leverage and uh, the influence and the free reign that Coach Saban has, Coach at Alabama, what do you think he would do here? And then secondly, if, he's, if he doesn't turn out to be the fit, like Coach Sanderson usually says, who would be just your personal first two considerations after Lane? And you're talking about for the Alabama job, Lane Kiffin to for, Alabama. For, for the Alabama Yeah, I, this is me personally, Dad. I don't think the people that would do the hiring would want a guy. That, I don't. I would think they would not think he's mature enough to handle the Alabama job. I don't think they like silly, silly people. I mean, if it's silly or trying to be funny, I think they like more the professional guys like like the Nick Sabans. I don't think Alabama's the right fit for me. Uh, Dad, your thoughts on that for for Lane? Uh, I think uh, I I think your caller brings out good two good questions, and he's correct on both of them. I I, I just think that um, I don't think that he's going to uh, answer your question compared to Coach Saban. He's not going to work as hard. Uh, I don't know anybody that is, and he's not going to be as organized in the recruiting part. You have to have players. Uh, plays plays don't win games. Uh, players that run plays win games. Uh, but I don't, I don't think he would work as hard, and I don't think he'd be as dedicated. I don't think he would be, you know, just a, the way coach is. He just works his fanties off, and he has to organize. I'm not sure that, that you know, that Lane, you know, he, he, he's gone in a couple of times and said, you know, we're going to offer a guy some money. I don't know where we're going to get it. I just don't think right. he's as organized. And as far as coaching the team, I think he can really coach. I think offensively, I think I don't think I don't know about it defensively, but I think offensively he's a, he's a very very good. You know, we we talk so about what he. Sorry. Well, I was going to say if so, if you if you or Barry Coach were the AD, just personally speaking, who would be the first places you would look at that would be mature and what you consider to be a fit for Alabama in in the. In those two realms, hard working, well, organized. There's not going to be anybody. This is going to be a bad answer. There's not going to be anybody to uh, to satisfy you or anybody else. Uh, there's not anybody out there to satisfy you and compare them to, to Nick Saban. It's not going to be. They're not there. So I, I don't really. I had. I really haven't really thought about who it would be particularly. Um, but but that's the case. You're not. If it's not there, they're not there. Nobody's going to come in. I went through the Coach Bryant thing, and nobody is going to come in and did what Nick, and did what Nick Saban did. Yeah, as, as they say, you don't want to be the guy that follows Nick Saban. You want to be the guy that follows the guy that follows Yeah, I Well, know. Even, even that, you know, they go back to Coach Bryant, not as much as he used to, but uh, right. you, you just can't you, you just can't fathom it. And, and as you know, uh, football changes year to year. Things change. When you look at the th- way things have changed with – with with the NIL and, and transfer rules, things change so much that it, it's very very it's more difficult now to to really be able to keep your team. The two reasons that you transfer 
and that's playing time and money. And it used to be not be that way. I don't. Yes, I don't think Randy. They had anybody on staff. I was hoping they would have somebody here that they could promote up. I don't think. I don't. I, I don't know how good of a defense coordinator. I think he is good. He just doesn't. When he interviews, he doesn't come across as professional. I think as you need, and and people don't like Bill O'Brien. So I don't see the only guy that could do it. You can't get is Kirby. Uh, Kirby would be the guy that he works like Nick Saban. He knows this job inside and out. But is there any way, Randy, you could get Kirby to leave Georgia to come to Alabama? I don't. I don't see how you could do it. No, he played there. I don't think so. Do you agree? That, do you agree that Kirby could handle this job? I do, and I think the guy at Florida. I think he's going to prove himself to be able to hold. His, yeah, his, you're right. His, yeah, now you've got a, you've got a good assessment of things. He, he is. He's very good. And Kirby's good. But just to be quite honest with you, regardless of who you, he names, who the athletic director names. You're going to have a block of people are upset about that. There's just, there's nobody there, and so yeah, you, have to, you have to. Uh, that, that, that there's not. Uh, when Coach Bryant took it, it was uh, left it, and, and Ray came in. It was a big stink, and 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 things didn't go. And Ray worked his fanny off, and it was you know his personality was different and all that kind of stuff. But uh, it, it it's not e- it's not easy to replace somebody like Nick Saban. Yeah, I don't know how you're going to replace him. And make people happy. I, who would you go get, Randy? If, if we can't get Kirby, and that's me talking. I think Kirby could do it. Who would you get if you could get anybody you you, you wanted? Well, if I could get anybody that would come, uh, I'm saying that would come. Right, right, right. Um, I don't know. Uh, I mean, this this going to kind of sound crazy on the youthfulness side. You know, youthfulness side. I would look at Lane and and uh, and the guy down in Florida. Uh, on the maturity side, uh, I, I like the guy that's down there at LSU. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I mean, he's not a fit down there in LSU, but he, he took a disastrous team and, uh, they stumbled out of the gate, but they, uh, well, they you know, we talk about, you talk about Lane and all, and all he comes in there and stumbled out of the gate and he beat Ole Miss 25 points. <laughs> that's right. He, he, uh, he, uh, he, he, he was, he's a good coach and he's mature. And uh, and with the athletes, he can get it. LSU, if they leave him alone, he's going to be hell on wheels. Yeah, yeah, I think he will. I think he's going to do good there. Uh, I think he could be a thorn in Alabama side in the future, to be honest with you, because they got so many players down there, and he I can agree. and he can handle them, and they'll have they'll be disciplined, or he won't take them. He'll move them out of there, and, and they'll buy in. If you if you discipline them early, they'll buy into what you're doing. Well, if you win. Randy, when 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 Coach gets out, there'll be there'll be there'll be a lot of thorns in Alabama. <laughs> yeah. Hey, well, all I'm I, I'm just casting thought on it because I know Coach Saban doesn't have any intention of retiring. But he flipped seventy one today, and there's something that runs over all of us, and we can't stop it. We can only slow it down, and that's called time. No doubt, I think he's closer than people think. I don't think he's going to be going seven eight more years like people think. I don't either. So. I don't either. I, lo- I don't either. I'm I'm looking at I'm looking at two three at the max. Yeah. Great call Randy. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Yes, sir. Bye. All right, uh, we'll take this break. We'll get uh, our man Doug. I looked at his picks. We'll let you know how he did uh when we get back from break. Royal Cleaners are trying to make life easy for you. Take that cleaning with you to work. Call them if you're at home. They'll come pick it right up from you. Get it cleaned up, deliver it right back, 205-391-0034. If you want to drop off University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue in Northport, 
or 4851 Rice Mine Road. You can drop it off and have it right back the next day. But if you want them to pick it up from you, 205-391-0034. This is a tie 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. Good Halloween Monday morning. A dense fog advisory remains in effect until 9 this morning. Visibilities are down to less than a quarter mile in spots, especially in Bibb and Perry counties at this hour. Slow down on your commute to work and to school. Flu and RSV respiratory cases are rising in Alabama. The Alabama Department of Public Health reports flu illnesses are up over last week and the week before. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. I'm Don Hartley. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the towns of Nissan, Traffic Center got a pretty bad wreck on Alabama 216 at Lake Retreat Drive in Abernat. Lane blockage and delays. Good news, though. All lanes on 2059 westbound at Covered Bridge Road are now open. It's the end of the month, and that means special savings for you at Towns of Nissan. BJ said, let them go. I'm Captain Ray. The Biscuit Shop in Essex Square, Northport, features sandwiches, bite-sized snacks, blueberry, meat, and specialty flavors baked fresh every day. Get a special 10% discount. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. After a mostly cloudy start, the sky becoming partially sunny this afternoon. Just a small chance of a shower through the evening hours. The high today, 73. Tonight's low, 52. For tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine with a high at 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 58 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide Inside the locker room, right? We'll go all the way out to poor thing. We'll go all the way out to Bermuda. Oh yeah, yeah, poor thing. He uh, didn't work. Hey, Barry he didn't do any work. He's he was, uh, he was on the he was on the he was on the water the whole time. He did no work. PGA Tour Radio. P, sure, he Doug wouldn't do that. PGA Tour Live, CBS Sports. Our guest picker. I uh, will tell you what his record is as well. Doug Bell. Good morning, Doug. How are you? Hey, Doug. Hey, Barry. Hey, Coach, uh, I was slaving over a hot microphone all week and still here. Yeah. It's tough out here. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how can, how, could you see the, the tournament from the boat on the water? <laughs> yeah, I can see the tournament from the boat. Uh, yeah. Um, good tournament. Great golf course. And, Coach, the wind was like 30 miles an hour all day Saturday and Sunday. So it was pretty tough out there. That kid played at East Tennessee, didn't he? 
Yeah, he did. You know, it's interesting. Seamus Powers from Ireland, and he's, he is uh, 35 year, years old. He's a little older than some of the guys. And Rory McIlroy accepted, signed a national letter of intent to play at East Tennessee State. And at the last minute, he was 19 years old, decided he didn't want, want to go to college. And so he really? told the coaches at East Tennessee State, you ought to sign my friend Seamus Power because really? he wants to come to the United States. Yeah. And so sight unseen, the coaches at East Tennessee State signed Seamus Power, and he played there for four years. And he says if he hadn't have gone to college in the United States, he wouldn't be on the PGA Tour today. So it's a great story. Yeah. Um, and, by the way, Rory won last week, and now Seamus, they grew up together in the same na- neighborhood, Waterford, Ireland. And they've now won back-to-back weeks on the PGA Tour. Pretty cool story. Well, how, yeah, how was that? How was that tournament? Did you enjoy it? Yeah, I did. You know, um, Port Royal <laughs> Golf Course is a public. It's a public golf course, but it's a very hilly golf course. And there's, you know, it's mostly inland. You have four holes though that they're right on the cliff, and they're breathtaking holes. But when you're right on the cliff, right on the edge of the island. That wind comes off the Atlantic Ocean. I mean, anywhere from thirty to thirty-five miles an hour, and, and it's it makes those par threes on that particular side of the court really, really difficult. But it's beautiful. Uh, Robbie Shelton tied for twenty-third. Really? I had an opportunity to uh, follow him and and talk to him. And Robbie has his PGA Tour card back. Has he playing? And uh, he's playing pretty good. You know, he's not a he is not a great player in the wind. You know, he hits a high shot. Everything's kind of a high shot with Robbie, like a lot of these young guys. And so he really struggled Saturday and Sunday. But still, a tie for 23rd was good. Robbie's going to go play in Mexico uh, this week at Mayacoba. And so we'll see what happens. I, I He was just genuinely excited to be back on the PGA Tour. And and I'm I'm glad for him, too. You know, he goes – he's from Mobile, Robbie. And yeah. his grandfather played football for J.B. Ears Whitworth right before Coach Bryant took over. Yeah, he was, I remember he Coach Whitworth was there. Ears, no yep. doubt about that. Uh, one other question before Barry gets with the football. Uh, um, Thirty-five million. Uh, I know they're going to they're going to talk about Dustin Johnson getting all the money, and I know they won the. But uh, talk a little bit about that LIV stuff. That's uh, uh, just tell our listeners about that. Well, you know, it's interesting. Um, It was the last tournament of the calendar year for Liv. They played eight tournaments this year, and they ended at Doral in Miami, the famous golf course that went away years ago when President Trump ran for president. He owns the golf course. He played in the Pro-Am, and it was their final team competition, and Dustin Johnson's team won. And, you know, it's it's very irreverent compared to the PGA Tour. I mean, they have parties. They have music playing. Um, people are just all over the place. And yeah, Dustin Johnson won an absolute King's ransom for the entire season. I mean, you know, people question, why do these guys jump from the PGA tour to live? And Dustin Johnson will give you about 40 million reasons why he jumped just for one year. Yeah. I mean, it was amazing. I mean, he made more money or equal money to what Aaron Rodgers makes for the Green Bay Packers, and he's the highest-paid football player this season. I mean, they're right in that 40 to $45 million range. So, you know, I, you can say what you want about the political ramifications and all that, but Dustin Johnson made a business decision. And it, I think at least for him and most of the other guys, it, it would be hard to uh, turn your back on that kind of money. Well, not for DeChambeau, though. DeChambeau's losing a lot of sponsors and stuff. I think, And people don't know him as well, I don't think. Right. 
Well, and he hasn't played well, Coach. That's the thing. Bryson, uh, you know, obviously he has uh, fought some injuries. But, yeah, he has not had the success that DJ had this year, or even Kepka. Brooks Kepka won two weeks ago. So, yeah, you know, that, that, that's a great point, Coach, because some of these guys, obviously DJ, right decision, Kepka the right decision, I think, from a financial point of view. DeShambo was already making a fortune with all of his endorsements, and he makes the jump for whatever reason. And now he's kind of, you know, he used to be the headliner every week, and now we haven't yeah. talked about Bryson DeChambeau in a long, long time. No, that's what I'm point. That's the point I'm making. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. All right, uh, Doug, Joe, get ready. We're going to flip to your picks uh, last week. Doug, you're getting better. <laughs> you're getting better. I know. All right. I know. Here we go, uh, Joe. Kentucky at Tennessee. Doug took the balls minus twelve. Easy cover there, Doug. Yeah. Uh, Arkansas at Auburn, another easy cover. He took the Hawks minus four. Doug, I thought you had this Ohio State pin. It was forty four twenty four. Everything was looking good. It was a backdoor uh, cover there. Uh, we lost that one. But now, Doug, this is not a bad record at all. People think fourteen fifteen and one is a bad record. That is not a bad record at all in gambling. So right now, I think you're doing better. Uh, Doug, I may start listening to you. Uh, uh, what? <laughs> he's doing better. 14, 15, and 1? I thought he was you're doing gonna, You're going to listen to him 14, 15, and 1? That's not bad. <laughs> I'm not going to lend you the money to pay off your bet. You're 6 and 4. It's not a lot of difference. To I'm, I, I, uh, 6 and 4 is a winner, Junior. Uh, by, by the way, Joe, did you get the tally out for the week? I didn't have a good week, neither did you. I didn't either. On our picks. I got the tally out. I just yeah. said it to everybody. Yeah, I'm in first place still, though. All right, Doug, where are you all going right. this week? <laughs> well, first of all, thanks for the compliments, Barry. I appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, Dad's is, criticizing it, you. I'm complimenting you. Well, Doug. I tell you, and, and Coach will tell you, this is, in my mind, this is the most difficult season ever to pick winners against the spread with the crazy things that are happening in college football. But with that said, Here's my lock of the week, and we lost to the Ohio State last week. But this week, Ohio State plays at Northwestern. Northwestern's having a miserable year. Iowa was the lowest-rated offense in college football. Don't do and this, last week, gained, last week, they gained 400 yards against Northwestern, and they beat them 33-13. Ohio State blows Northwestern out by more than 38 this week. That's my lock of the week. I've never I, heard I, I anybody so took a team minus 38. All right. <laughs> that's, that's how confident I am, Barry. All right. The big game, CBS, 2.30, our time. Uh, Tennessee getting eight and a half at Georgia, and Tennessee's got the best offense in the country. Defensively, I thought they, they sh- have shown improvement, especially since the Alabama game when they gave up a lot of yards. I like Tennessee getting eight and a half in Athens. In fact, Doug, I, I tell you what, I'm gonna, Doug, right. I'm going to do you one better. The line is nine yeah. now. We're going to give you nine. It was eight this morning. It's nine now. So even better. Yeah. So you're going to take Tennessee minus the nine. Yep. Yep. All right. And so I, I think I, I, I'm nine, two and zero. Oh. This will be my first. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're Tennessee plus uh, nine. Plus nine. I'm sorry. Yeah. And this will be my first um, three and zero oh week. All right. All right. Clemson. What's the third? What's the third one? Clem- Clemson given four at Notre Dame, and. And I just think Clemson, they're undefeated, and I think they're going to be up for this game. I think they're gradually getting better and better. They're going to finish the season undefeated, 
And I think Clemson, you know, they're going to battle North Carolina to appear maybe in the ACC championship. But I, I like Clemson covering at Notre Dame. Notre Dame still ha- – even though Notre Dame is playing better, they're having trouble scoring a lot of points. And I think Clemson covers that one. I, I like Doug, that spread. You're in, you're in Bermuda. The lines are better over here. It's three and a half. So we're going to give you the three. And, oh. I'm going to give you the three and a half. Who gets, okay. who gets the three and a half? It's Clemson minus. He's taking Clemson minus the three and a half. Uh, he yeah. thought it was four. He's over there in Bermuda. It's a little slow getting over there. The lines. <laughs> to the yeah, line. yeah, yeah. The service here is a little slow over here. Do they have yeah. sports books <laughs> in Bermuda. Service. They have sports books in Bermuda, uh, Doug. Hey. Oh yeah. Let me say this, Barry. While he's in Bermuda, he ain't looking at no sports books. I've mean, I've checked him out. He ain't he ain't reading no. Did sports you do any fishing over there, Doug? Uh, fishing, Barry. Barry. What? Yeah, uh, he ain't doing no fishing. Yeah, uh, you doing some fishing, aren't you? <laughs> yeah, I'm doing fishing. He's, doing, he's yeah. doing something. I don't know if you call it fishing or not. <laughs> Deep sea fishing is what they call it here in Bermuda. All right. When are you coming back, Doug? Are you going on to Mexico? No, no, I'm off next week, uh, so I'll be home. We're flying back today. Uh, it just takes a little while to get back from Bermuda. There's not a lot of flights. Yeah. Uh, our flight could leave at 3 o'clock. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Uh, yeah. all, right, uh, all right, Doug, what are you thinking on this Alabama-LSU game? Line's 13 over there. It's going up. Well, here's the deal. Since 1958, Alabama has lost. Since 1958, they've lost only five times at Baton Rouge. Think about that. And twice, Alabama lost to Coach Saban in Baton Rouge and he was the LSU coach. So listen, if, if history means anything, and I think we all know that it does mean something in college football. Um, and even though Alabama has struggled on the road at Texas, uh, at Tennessee, uh, I think the week off has done them well. And I think Alabama covers against LSU uh, this Saturday. I just think, I think we're, we're talking about a team that is uh, much more talented than LSU. LSU has some nice transfers, and they are playing better, but I think Alabama is now in the position this season where they know they control their own destiny. And I think we're going to see the best of Alabama here the rest of the way. And I think ultimately they'll win the SEC championship against either Georgia or Tennessee. We know that. And just like last year, they if they win out, they're going to be in the college football playoffs. They do it all the time. All right. Uh, I'm going to ask you a couple other questions. Sure. Will Jimbo Fisher be the coach at Texas A&M next year when Alabama plays them? Yes. Well, you know, I believe so simply from a financial standpoint. Um, and, you know, people said, you know, it's impossible to buy Jimbo out. Nothing's impossible. That's all negotiable. Uh, but I do think they're going to give him one more season, even though right now I just – I mean, the bottom has completely fallen out. I'm I'm just flabbergasted how bad things are at Texas A&M from every aspect. I mean, they don't have a quarterback, the discipline. I, I don't know what's going on with that. Um and uh, I, I don't know, it's a disaster, Texas A&M. But, yes, they will give him one more year. And, of course, the big story is is Auburn, Barry and Coach. You know, John Cohen, uh, it looks like he's going to be the athletic director, and his first move will be to hire a football coach. Is it going to be and, – and the question is, will it be Deion Sanders, who no, is – will not be. Well, I mean, I, I think that would be, a, that would yeah, be the uh, move that Doug, would be – Doug, let me, let me go real awesome. slow. It's not going to be yeah. him. Doug, let me tell you, he knows already knows who the football coach is going to be, and John Cohen is going to be told who the coach is going to be. He's not going to be asked. It, so it yeah. just is what it is. So. All right. Well, who's it going to be? Uh, uh, got me. It's going to be an assistant, he says. 
I like for you. I like. Well, I don't know that. I, I like for you to listen to our show to find out one of these days. Doug, when will Lane <laughs> Kiffin be the coach at Ole Miss next year? Yes. 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 I do believe he will be. Yeah. He will. Yeah, I, I don't think Lane. I don't think Lane wants any part of the Auburn uh, soap opera. Uh, even though I think he he could perhaps, obviously, I think they're talking to his representatives among other people. I think Matt Rule. Uh, the old Baylor coach who got fired by the Carolina, Carolina Panthers will be, he'll be in play for a lot of jobs. And I think Deion Sanders is going to get hired by somebody. The only thing with Deion is that he wants Coach Saban money. And that's something that he will be adamant about. You, you're not going to pay him mid level salary. If you hire primetime, he wants to be based right on what reason? Based on why? why? Oh, but, but Doug, where is he? Because, what jobs are going to be open? Time. But what jobs are going to be open that can pay that? I don't well, know of a job Auburn, that would that would. I mean, he's not going to Nebraska. That's not a right fit. So, what jobs open? No. That's going uh, that he's going to go to. He ain't going. Well, yeah. I mean, I I, I do think I do think <laughs> Auburn will talk to Dion and his his people. I really See? do. Yeah, I, I, I can promise I you they won't. <laughs> well, I, mean, I, I think it, I think if Charles Barkley or Bo Jackson have any sort of uh, well, they may, they may matter, say hi. How you doing? <laughs> yeah. All right, Doug. I mean, I, I, that would be a good hire, or at least that would be a major splash. I tried, right? Doug. I've made no no traction there. Um, okay, Doug. <laughs> Three years. Somebody just called us. It was a good question. Nick Saban hangs up the cleats. Who does Alabama hire? Nobody anybody likes. I, the only guy that can do the job is Kirby, and he's not coming. Who do you hire no. if you're – there's nobody on staff. Who do you get? Who do you go get if you're Greg Byrne? Um, well, I, I think you, you throw all your cards on the table, you push everything in the middle, and, and you call Dabo. Okay. Well, you probably right. Dabo that, you know, I would agree with that. Home. I agree with that, Doug. I agree with that. And I, and, I think, and I think conversations over the last, let's say, decade, since Clemson's been on a roll, I, I think there have been informal conversations. What if? What if? What if? And I think I think well, Dabo certainly is listening. The, uh, the, the big deal there is that Coach and, and Dabo are, are good close friends. And that helps. Does right. Dabo have anything in his contract about the Alabama job, what that does to his buyout? No. You sure of that? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't think so. I, I would agree, Doug. Uh, I think you push all your chips in. It's time to come home. It's time to come home. You've done a great job. It's almost like when Roy Williams left Kansas and went back to North Carolina. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I think the Clemson people would – I, I, they would understand that. Yeah, I, I, you know, there would be a faction that obviously would be upset. But all that Dabo has done for Clemson, uh, that football facility, is he went out and raised all the money. Uh, I mean, and it is a it is a palace over there. Um, I mean, he has done an amazing job at Clemson. And but I, you know, there comes a time, and I think in all men's lives, especially in the in the uh, coaching business, where uh, you know you get your heart gets pulled, and I think that would. That would definitely pull on the heartstrings yep, of Dabo Sweeney. If that happens, I don't see it happening, but I, I think that would definitely be a, a personal decision where you would put all money and everything else aside. That'd be something that he would want to come back and do. Are you, would you like to live in Bermuda? Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'd like to live here, Coach, but uh, it is a nice place to visit. Uh-huh. Um, golf is great. Deep sea fishing is wonderful. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
The people are fantastic. I, I like food. the food here. Food's so, good. A lot of positives. Yeah. yeah. Is the beach nice? Is it white sand over there? Is it like hard well, sand? No, no. If if you no. ever get out there on it, it is. <laughs> it's orange sand. Orange. It's, it's a funny color sand. Yeah. Orange. It's not a big beach. Yes, it's orange no, sand. It's not it's a big beach. You, you can see it out your window, Barry. Orange? How oh, do you make it saying orange? No, it, it's it's pink sand. Your I'm sorry. It's pink. Pink. It's pink sand. Uh, yes. I had the wrong color there. Th- that's man-made <laughs> sand, Doug. That's not real sand. Look out your window and you look at the beach. All right, Doug. Well, hopefully you'll go three. I, you need a three and oh. Well, you, you've, you've mastered a two and one. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. Last two weeks have been good. All I'm, right. Three and oh will put me over the top. Good stuff, Doug. Back over 500. Safe travel. Well, I'm over 500. Barry doesn't brag on me. He says I'm doing bad. Well, he's picking three games. He's, he's going out there doing three games. That's harder. Oh, congratulations. <laughs> Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Doug. All right, boys. See you. All right, there's Doug. Be coming back from Bermuda. All right, let's tell him about – I think it's our last day to talk about B-Dry. Let's tell him about B-Dry. Yeah, you go to bdryalabama.com. Really? Really? For more than 60 years, B-Dry owners have trusted B-Dry – for waterproofing and foundation repair service. These are outstanding people. We've had them on our show for a long, long time. They're backed by the strongest lifetime warranty in the industry. You can call them at 946-3390. But if you want a dry basement, the B-Dry experts will design solutions that will solve your basement problem. They have these patented basement waterproofing and foundation repair products as well, and those products will go into effect to certainly keep that water from coming back in to your basement after they've dried it up. You have a 12-month interest of free financing, which is a good deal for you. I think that the customers who have been with B-Dry all these years, 60 years, are very satisfied with what B-Dry does for them. There's nothing more important in your home than a dry basement. With B-Dry, you have a lifetime warranty, a dry basement for life. Your floors one and two are not affected. Your basement is in good shape. So I would suggest that you give B-Dry a call. 60 years of service they put to everybody in this area. 205-946-3390. Tide 100.9 traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, we got a report of a shooting 2059 westbound before 359. Emergency crews are on the scene. No further details are available, but it is a shooting reported 2059 westbound at 71B. It's the end of the month, and that means special savings for you at Townsend Nissan. BJ said, let them go. I'm Captain Ray. At Academy Sports and Outdoors, they carry all the gear you need from the top brands, all at prices you'll love. And now, Shopping at Academy is more convenient than ever. They- Our coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. Find Tide on Twitter at Tide109 to keep up with show announcements, guests, and our reporters in the field. Shattered dreams. No, 
Wayne's Pest Control, serving 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 1973. Let the good folks at Wayne's make sure your home protected from its unwanted pest. This fall, Wayne's provides world-class uh, pest control mosquito prevention services. Also, they can keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Uh, they'll get it ready for the winter, and then they'll take care of you in the spring and the summer. 866-WAYNES-1. Get $60 off your initial pest control service. All right. Uh, we did have a guy tweet at me, and I think he's right. I don't know if the number's right, but uh, he says that uh, Dabo has a $9 million buyout in his contract if he goes to Bama. I know there's a Bama clause in his contract, which at that point, I think Alabama would spend the $9 million to get the right guy. Uh, so, well, that's probably a pretty good deal there with Doug. There's just nobody right now if it happens in the next three, four years. I think Kirby's not coming, so Dabo would seem like if you can get him would be the perfect uh, fit for here. I, I don't know. I think people would be all right with it. I know they complain about it, but who are you going to get? All right, that, that over the weekend, Saturday, uh, Bama Hoops took on Southern Illinois. They had a 10-point lead at the half, went on to win uh, 73 to 64. They had two guys injured. Uh, Darius Miles did not play. I think he was in a boot, and Betty Ako uh, did not play. They started Brandon Miller, 6'9, Mark Sears, 6'1, Noah Gurley, 6'9, Clowney, 6'10, Dominique Welch, 6'5. Uh, did not shoot the ball very well. Coach says they will. He thinks this team will shoot well. They were three for 22 uh, from three. Uh, they did out-rebound um, Southern Illinois 27-21. to 21. What do you take out of these exhibition games and these guys getting ready for Longwood here on the 7th of uh, November? Well, they, uh, they are very athletic from what I can gather. They're, they're, you know, they're very good, good athletes. Uh, they're shooting overseas. Uh, their three-point shooting was not good, and uh, it wasn't good the other day, three for 22. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen them enough to really know, uh, know if they're if they're better shooters than they've shown. Uh, they certainly need to be. So, I, if they're going to play the way he wants to play, which is uh, shoot a lot of threes and you know get a lot of fast breaks and shoot a lot of threes, <clears throat> uh, they're just going to have to show that they, they can shoot it better. So I, I don't, and I, and I can't answer that. He he's the you know he knows he's coaching them, and I think he feels very comfortable with them. And they have said that they've had a terrific recruiting year. So uh, based on they 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 know what they want, what they've gotten. So I would imagine that they've they've got great players. So uh, they should have a terrific year. They uh, they have the people that they play twice are, are kind of rebuilding. They're playing LSU, of course, and Mississippi State. Both of them are rebuilding completely. They're two, there's two teams that they play twice. Of course, the third team is, is Auburn. <clears throat> they play twice, who's not quite as good as they have been, I don't think. And then the other two teams that they play twice, will, and I say this because that's, that's, that's 10 of the 18 games, and the other two teams that they play are Arkansas and Vanderbilt. And uh, I don't know anything about Vanderbilt at all. I know Arkansas will be very good, uh, but they have they have they are going to Arkansas for the first time I think since he's been the coach. Since Nate has been there, so um, you know that that'd be that'd be a good game. So uh, I think the answer to your question is: 
can they shoot the way they, they want them to from the three because that's the way they want to play. All right, they open right, up a week up. from tonight against Longwood. It's supposed to be yeah. uh, a really good team. Then they have Liberty uh, next Friday night in Tuscaloosa. And I guess that will be, uh, of course, that would be Ole Miss on the road in football. Joe, um, when they played Southern Illinois, I know they played it at Foster. And then they said they were going to just let the students in. And then I think right before the game, they said anybody could come. I don't think they did a good job of Maybe they didn't want to promote it. Because they didn't want to turn people away. As I look at the box score, they only had 2,000 people at the game. Uh, had to do a better job of – that game should have been jam-packed in there. Uh, I only needed an hour, and I would have been over there. But, they, you know, they didn't give it the right time. They didn't give the proper heads up. Why would you not just sell tickets for the game? It's a charity event, or not it, to raise money? I don't know anything about it, to be honest with you. Duh, Joe, why do they – I, I, you get a, you, your guess is as good as mine. I don't have a guess. <laughs> I just think sometimes they outspot. They don't didn't really. I mean, you hardly even knew they were playing. Uh, and so maybe they, I don't know what the, what the deal was. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't know though either. I, I think uh, as, you, as you said, they had two two kids out, and I, I don't know. Uh, they they've got uh, uh they've got some tough games. They've also got a bunch of winnable games too this year. They've got they've got a bunch of Jacksonville's and um you know, people like that. They they got they got some tough games too. So it uh Gonzaga game be tough I'm sure. Houston will be a good game, but they they the the schedule and they they go to Oklahoma who's not not as good as they have been, I don't think, uh in the Big Twelve, so they got a lot of winnable games. They'll, be, they'll, be, they'll have a very good team. Yeah, they open up with Longwood, Liberty. Then they go to South Alabama, which you don't see that every day on Tuesday. No. Uh, November the 15th, uh, there'll be a game on ESPNU. Uh, so I'm sure they'll sell that out down in South Alabama. That should be a big deal, Alabama uh, going to South Alabama. Then they got Jacksonville State, and then they will go out to the Phil Knight Classic, and uh, that'll be tough. They take on Michigan State, and then – Winner or loser of Oregon and UConn there, so they're going to play some really stiff competition. Yeah, I don't. I don't think Michigan State is quite as good as they have been. The other other game that they'll play the winner of if they win, um, you know, will be a be tough. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to go out there and see. Um, anyway, Joe, do they do a good job of promoting this basketball team, or did just get buried in football? Why you have to wait till football's over? Well, I think everything gets buried in football. I mean, SEC Media Days was right oh. there a couple weeks ago, and nobody <laughs> even knew. Really, it's like they tried to keep it a secret. Right, right. But I, I, I think this basketball team is going to be be promoting themselves. I, I, maybe that's the optimist in me, but I think this is going to be a really strong team. I'm looking forward to seeing them play. Uh, so you know, a couple wins and people will take notice. Yeah, they're down. They only have 12 scholarship players. Obviously, Quinterly's out. So that puts you at 11. So they got to stay away from the injuries. Your depth can go down real fast. You start get, getting a few injuries. I know they have a few walk-on guys that can help them in practice and all that. I would take this break up at the phone lines and maybe squeeze in one more phone call. Then we'll get out of the way and make way for the Gary Harris Show. You list a tie of 100.9 and see home of Alabama Sports. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports and it's brought to you by Seaspire. Seaspire, Alabama's fastest internet for your business or home. Learn how to add gigabit Seaspire fiber to your roster at seaspire.com slash al fiber. 
Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama men's basketball picked up a 73-64 win over Southern Illinois in a charity exhibition game at Foster Auditorium on Saturday. Head coach Nate Oates met with the media after the win. I thought I thought it was a good 34 minutes, and then, you know, I just didn't think we'd close the game the way we needed to close it. You know, when I talked to our guys, we shouldn't be playing a scoreboard. You know, you get up 21 with about six to go, and I think we had four turnovers in the last four minutes and just didn't play like we needed to on defense. But, you know, as far as rebounding, you know, we did a great job on the glass with them. I thought our defensive energy was up. I'll have more in a moment. Hear that? That's C Spire country on a Saturday. And while fans show up for their teams, C Spire business is here to help the stadium's team up their IT game. While the players run ironclad defense, all world-class IT experts do the same with state-of-the-art network security. While the running backs redefine fast, we do too with warp speed connectivity. Discover IT solutions to scale up your business and future-proof operations. Welcome to C Spire country, where blazing fast is how we roll. Visit cspire.com slash business for details. Here's more from Coach Oates. Thought we played hard. We didn't shoot it well. I think we're going to be a pretty good shooting team this year. For whatever reason, we didn't shoot it well today. You know, we got to figure out why we're not getting better looks. And I thought we did get some good looks. We just got to make them. But some of that's going to come with just playing together, getting our chemistry a little bit better. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by C Spire. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. See better and drive safer with Rain-X Advantage wiper blades at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Right now, purchase a pair of Rain-X Advantage. Hours. The high today, 73. Tonight's low, 52. For tomorrow, a mixture of clouds and sunshine with a high at 75. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 59 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the locker room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Alabama One, get more truck for your buck. The last day to take advantage of this great special. Rates as low as 1.99. Extended loan terms up to 250 cash back. 60 days of no play. But you can apply right there at the website, www.alabamaone.org. For talking to Mike Brown later on in the week. Uh, Joe, what you going dressed as in Halloween tonight? Uh, you got costume already? Somebody said Brian Harson needs to wear a... Two-week notice letter. That's what they want him to go dress <laughs> as. Two-week notice letter. like that, didn't you? That's good. I yeah. like that. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to take coach's advice. We're going to go lights off in the house. Lights off in the house. No, oh. Try to, you know, just me and me and the cat watching some TV. So, light, so you're going to close all the blinds up, yes, too? Yes, yes. Do you have any trick-or-treaters at your house? I haven't. Uh, this will be year number three in this location, and yeah. we're zero for two for two years. So not one trick or treater. No, I don't live in a great walking area. In our neighborhood, they're saying that you got to have a thousand pieces of candy to take care of all the trick or treaters. Why do you have to? Well, you don't have to, but if you want to have enough candy <laughs> for the, they bring them by the truckloads, Dad, and drop them. And so I'm just going to go to your 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 neighborhood, walk around, and see what I can find. Yeah, you can find, there's one guy that. Uh, 
every year he has this little uh kind of a coffin thing by his door and has smoke coming up you know and Everybody always gets out by his house. It's spooky. And then at some point during the night, he comes running out of the woods with a chainsaw and a mask on. And these kids go crazy. They scatter like he'll come out of there firing that chainsaw up. And it doesn't have the actual blade on it. So that's a big traction. Uh, do you get any trick-or-treaters up there? You got to get through a gate to get to him, no. Joe. They ain't got no trick-or-treaters. No, they got to. That's pitiful. You gotta open up the gates. Well, I'm good. I like to have some candy. Uh, trick or treat. So be careful out there. That is right. Uh, a lot of bad people out there. So don't pick up candy off the street, Joe, and put it in your mouth. Why, that's uh, the best kind of candy. No, yeah, not don't today. Do that, Joe. Don't do that, Joe. You won't be here. You won't be here. You'll have. We'll have Aiden in here scratching his eyes in the morning if you do that. So. Um, anyway, that's it for today's show. So we already hired a new coach at Alabama. Uh, we got Doug's picks for the week. We got them locked in. We heard from Max. We said Lane Kiffin. Dad knows who the Auburn coach is going to be. Uh, it, also, that John Cohen will be told who it's going to be. But we love John Cohen. So if he does go down there, we'll, we'll probably be able to get the Auburn AD on more than we can the Alabama AD. Uh, so whatever. All right, that's it for today's show. Keep it locked in for the Gary Harris Show. You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Have a great day, everybody.